When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's Bradley. I'm Colleen. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We learned something yesterday that, um, I don't know, I, you think you know a person. We've been working with the wonderful Holly Roberts for many years. Oh. And we thought we knew who she was. Uh, we thought we thought we knew about her likes and her dislikes, and we approved of them until we learned that she does not like ranch dressing. It's not that I don't like it. It's just no, like not, you know. You mm. said that you hated ranch dressing. <laughs> you, you said, on you said hey ranch no. dressing is the worst, most vile thing in the world. Don't uh, people words, people say, say Holly, that you... <laughs> Just wish Ranch had never been born. <laughs> it is at the bottom of the dressing list. Why do you despise oh gosh, Ranch it is so the much? Most versatile dressing next to Thousand Island. What's wrong with Thousand Island? Ew! It's McDonald's special sauce. It's lumpy. You're okay. lumpy. Okay, so we're well, having, yeah, I know. I mean, we, I, what we wanted to do was just talk about ranch and what is. And now she's throwing in all the other things we she love. Doesn't like all the okay. other dresses. Nobody so here's, loves here's, Thousand Island. Let's get real I right now. Okay, your truth speaking is really just creating some friction. But <laughs> somebody here, has to do it. Here's what I want to acknowledge: that you yesterday, know what Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but. Yesterday, when you acknowledged your just that's not very good disdain, disgust, disgust for ranch. It's not very good, you guys. Oh my god! Okay, I can't. I don't again. Know what, to do. what is wrong with you? But when you said those words yesterday, what surprised us even more was that other people agreed with you. And I thought, my gosh, what has ranch done to you people? Because for years, ranch has given me nothing but joy. Now. That said, I will say there are inferior ranches, and not all ranches are alike. But when it comes down to it, the first sauce that you ask for beyond just ketchup, mustard, and mayo... It's ranch. Is ranch, is it not? percent of the time. What other dressing or dip, Holly, are you reaching for? Pause. And don't say nutritional yeast. Because ranch is versatile in that it is a dip and a dressing. Not all dressings can say (laughs) that about themselves. They can't say that about themselves. So, Holly, make your your case. What is your dip de jour? Your dip de yum? Hummus or guacamole or even queso. Yum. But that's not a. That's not really like a. Here's the thing, and none of those can do what ranch does. Yeah, ranch is a universal lover. You can put ranch on 
anything, really. It does all the things. It's a sauce. It's a dip. It's a dressing. It's a dressing. It's a best friend. <laughs> it's just a finger swipe of... It's a lover. <laughs> happiness. <laughs> um. By the way... Holly, we don't want to just rag on you. We want to rag on our listeners, too. 651 If you don't want to be alone. 1071. No, but really, what are your ranch feelings? I, I will say I was surprised. I was, I was very surprised. Surprised. Because all these people showed up like they finally had some courage because of Holly. Because Holly know. spoke their truth yeah. for them. And They're I'm just like, like first of all, that's not very brave because you let Holly do the heavy work. <laughs> you just showed up when she made it easy. Um, but Holly, Holly do, do you admire the fact, though, that you did go against the grain and, and, and share that unpopular opinion? I just don't really like it. It's a, it is the bottom of the list. What's at the top of the dips? Hummus. All right. So hummus is the top. If I've got a but plate like of French veggies, fries. French fries, I'm going for ketchup. OK. Right. Not ranch. What about chicken tendies? Barbecue sauce. OK, I'll allow that. Or a nice honey mustard. But Maybe. don't you just long for a nice savory slightly dilly ranch experience a nice creamy like a good buttermilk a little ranch. bit of oh. garlic and a tang from like that a buttermilk nice, thick ranch Just never get a nice swipe here is the other thing that i noticed did you notice this colleen i don't know maybe tell me that people tried to say blue cheese was superior oh, to ranch yeah that's, that's and i do like blue cheese but that's blue cheese is very angry blue cheese is like Mm, it has a definite viewpoint. Okay, so thank you. It has a perspective. And the problem is, you that's apples and oranges. You can't put blue cheese up against ranch because, because again, remember the versatility of ranch. Yeah. Ranch goes all places. Ranch goes all places. Blue cheese goes a couple places. Yeah, and it does it well, right? Like Where it can go on needed. a burger. Right. You can drag a fry occasionally through it, but you're not eating a whole plate of fries with blue cheese. No, you're not. Because again, blue cheese is angry. Ranch is love. Yeah, Holly? ranch Ranch is not divisive. Ranch is a uniter, not a divider. Yeah. It brings us all together because it says, I don't have to be so strong as to turn you off like, you know, let's say um, a French dressing. Or like a jalapeno something, or like a blue cheese, something that's very divisive. I just want you to know, we did get an email from listener Douglas, who said, can we all slap Holly? <gasps> well, too bad <laughs> no you can't. Violence. No, no violence. No violence. Because don't want to incite an actual no, ranch that's a very, riot. That's a very blue mm-hmm. cheese response. That's not a ranch yeah, response. That, that's angry. We're all in separate rooms, so I would mm. like for them to try. Yeah. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. no, I wouldn't ever But here's the thing that I want to point out before we get to the phones. Okay. I don't like ranch, and ranch is overrated, and it's meh. However... The people who are pro-ranch are very aggressive in their ranchiness. I have no hate to you, ranch people. Oh, I see what she's doing. Uh Uh What she's trying trying to to do is make it sound like she comes in peace. Yeah. And we're the ones. She's the one who dropped the ranch grenade. Exactly. And then tries to shame us. She's She's ranch lighting us. Somebody market a ranch grenade. I would like to be in, <laughs> right. in that game. Hold yeah, that we're pin. being ranch lit. Okay, uh, who would you? Who will you allow to speak? <laughs> Let's go to Megan. Hi, Megan. Megan, what are your ranch emotions? Hi, Megan. Hello, um. Oh yeah. Sorry. Hi. Yeah, I'm definitely pro um, ranch, but I'm not violently so, and I would not. I don't. Would never cause 
car, uh, Holly's car. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> um, I, I do probably go through, like, go for, like, the better quality ranch. You know, I don't necessarily go for the Hidden Valley type yeah. ranch. But... Yeah, you need a nice, maybe a thicker, a, a ranch with yeah. more body. A ranch that's been found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. All right. not hiding. Do you have a favorite brand or, uh, brand? like, purveyor of ranch that you enjoy? Um, I like the Primal Kitchen. Um, oh, it's yeah. a little more expensive, mm. um, but it's better ingredients and not, like, highly processed um, oils and stuff like that. That's yeah. pretty good. I, like I do that. love so that ranch. Yeah. They stuff. also have a cilantro ranch that's fantastic. Thank you for your Ooh, call, yes. Megan. It's you know so who, good. Who has, like, a really good all-natural ranchy ranch? Who? That salad girl organic. Oh yeah, they have a new ranch, and they also have a skeezer and a Caesar. That's and, Bradley's, yeah. Um, like a coleslaw one. Those are all real good, mm. and they're all natural. Thank you, everybody, for showing up to salad dressing talk. Holly, who else may speak now? <laughs> we have Jordan. Hello, Jordan. Jordan, what are your ranch emotions? Uh, I'm definitely for, but I feel like it's a very Midwestern thing. I don't think outside of the Midwest it's as big as it is here. I mean, more for us. Yeah, right? Where do you get yeah. that intel? I'm curious, Jordan. Just from uh, your I'm, travels and travails? I've been very, very lucky in my very short life to travel a lot. I've been to 36 states. Um, and uh, for majority, especially like in the West Coast and the East Coast, when you order stuff, like a side of fries, normally ranch is not an option, especially on the East Coast. Cause when, especially with like buffalo wings, like people really harshly judge you if you get ranch instead of blue cheese. Oh, I just feel like they haven't lived. Yeah. Thank well, you for your call. It's Jordan. obvious that they would react harshly because well, blue cheese also harsh. Right. Well, wait a second. Angry, wait a second. Angry blue cheese. I need to. I need to clarify something that oh, Jordan brought go. up. Okay. <laughs> yes, do, Holly. Do people actually ask for a side of ranch with yes! their French fries? Do you Excuse not? Excuse me, please. Do you not? Who does that? People. Ranch people. Oh, that's weird. Oh my god. Weird? I don't What planet have we arrived? I am so confused. It is snowing outside. There's so many other things about the universe that I don't understand. You gotta go to break. And this woman is trying to ask whether or not anybody's ever asked for ranch on the side. On the side for your fries. Holly, be very careful. I'm going to go to break. Look both ways when I'm going to go to break because we have to. But I rest assured, I am not done here. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have to pivot and talk about what's going on with Ghislaine Maxwell because yeah. there is news on Ghislaine Maxwell. We will be we will be dealing with this ranch situation later when we come back on My Talk 107.1. Oh, we've got an update on Ghislaine Maxwell on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. What's the latest on Ghislaine? It's not good. Ooh, for, for her. her. <laughs> so Jeffrey Ep- the late Jeffrey Epstein, convicted pedophile. Uh his right hand lady. Ghislaine Maxwell, who's also under the long arm of the law at this point, um, has lost her fight to keep her testimony sealed. And why that's important, I'm going to tell you. So we were waiting for this tranche, 418-page deposition from April of 2016 that could help shed light on the uh, just far reaches of the Epstein Empire. We were waiting for that to be revealed, but then... Her attorneys were trying to prevent that from 
seeing the light of day because they thought it could prejudice perhaps a jury. And also, by all accounts, it's pretty, you know, there's going to be some really uncomfortable, nasty stuff, Um, personal details that she doesn't want leaked. Well, a three-judge court of appeals for the Second Circuit held more than two hours of oral arguments last week and issued a succinct order on Monday saying that um, they the lower court did not err in releasing this 418-page mm-hmm. nasty gram, and uh, it can go forward. They said in their legalese, We have reviewed all of the arguments raised by the defendant, Ms. Maxwell, on appeal and find them to be without merit. Therefore, therefore... This is going to be a be careful what you wish for a moment, but go on. Oh, I'm curious to hear why. Oh, go on. Well, I'm just going to say, therefore, this 418-page tranche of documents will see the light of day at some point. I'm saying for us, it's a be, be careful what you wish for, because right now, our, we are only we are only able to use our imaginations about what might be in those documents. Okay. But once they're out, it's like facing the reality of how gross and evil this whole operation oh, yeah. actually I was. Mean, Which is not necessarily a bad thing. All I'm saying is get ready. We're going to have to confront that. Yeah, no, it most certainly is going to be a bad thing. And it's going to give us a bird's eye view of what really uh, what Ghislaine Maxwell was thinking in a way mm-hmm. that we haven't seen thus far because <clears throat> she's been so tight lipped about this whole experience and has said publicly Time and time again, she didn't have anything to do with this. She left Epstein long before any of this became public. She doesn't know what they're talking about. Come on. But by all accounts, we're going to learn some, you know, admission that she had some stuff with some stuff mm-hmm. and some things with some things. Yeah. So that's not a good thing for her. Remember, she's already in jail awaiting trial. Her trial, if I remember correctly, is not scheduled to go forward until... July of 2021. Yeah. I think it was July. No, I think you're right. So she's going to be in jail for a very long time. And in the meantime, in between time, her public image is going to be um, sullied even further based on this thing of document. It literally is on her, for her. It's like all of her worst nightmares are coming true, right? Like all the things that for so long they were able to cover. It's all going to just come flowing out now. And we're all going to know, which is the second best thing in terms of there are things that we'll never well, know because Jeffrey Epstein is deceased. And by the way, we're probably going to learn a lot of stuff that's not like her putting herself in legal jeopardy about the crimes that she's actually being charged for right now. The stuff that we're going to learn is just like shady, nasty things that aren't necessarily directly implicating her in these crimes, because if that were the case... Um, I mean, they already have that evidence, right? right? But this is stuff that was done in a deposition not directly related to her charges. This was a deposition in relation to a lawsuit involving Jeffrey Epstein. Right. Um, So the moral of that story is it's just going to paint an overall picture of we're going to learn more about, again, how Ghislaine Maxwell saw herself in this particular experience. But wait. There's more. There's more. Do you remember Virginia Roberts? Yes. So she's kind of actually the the most visible um, accuser of Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. She's the one that r- does the most kind of out front um, interviews, et cetera. But she's also the one that was pictured with Prince, Prince Nasty. Andrew. Prince yeah. Nasty. 
Um, and apparently there's a new book about Prince Nasty that's coming out. And in this new book, I mean, what a day it's been. The fact that I have to say these things. Apparently in this new book, we learn that uh, Virginia Roberts claims she was forced to do the nasty with Prince Nasty mm. of an... Um, Look at that. that. We're out of time, so you don't... Oh, I was like, I thought Holly was playing some kind of creepy background music. I was like, girl, it's not appropriate. (laughs) No, no, no. No, anyway, we learned some stuff, and it's nasty, and it involves a lesbian painting. Okay, so you can read more about that in that book. book Yeah. When it comes out. Called The Spider. When we come back, we got Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy stupid idiots. Crazy stupid idiots. Oh. Well then, wow, that came out of Seriously, that came out of your mouth. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot. It says that. Oh, my God. <laughs> the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes I'm Other places. <laughs> it's Halloween, kids. But Put your masks on. We're going to Florida first. Okay, good. Boca Raton. We are not going to Boca Raton. Um, <laughs> thank you. We are going just to Florida. I don't know exactly where in Florida we are, but we're going to meet seven guys who live in a rural part of Florida. Okay. And uh, they were engaged in something very bizarre. Ooh, sexy? No, it's oh. not sexy at all, actually. It what involves it? flying squirrels. Uh, what? I'm actually dead serious. So... What had happened was the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission uh, just wrapped up a very lengthy investigation that uh, was all about a flying squirrel trafficking ring. These seven guys in this rural part of Florida were trapping flying squirrels, which are a protected species in Florida. Okay. Then they would sell them to dealers in Florida and Georgia mm, who would kids. then find buyers overseas and they would claim that the squirrels were legally raised and then the buyers would fly to Florida and then drive the squirrels to Chicago and then fly them what? home. Oh my god. True story. The guys caught around 36,000 flying squirrels in Holy 3 buckets. years. Do you know how much money they made these seven rural Floridians? Much. Approximately one million dollars. Wow! Who knew? Don't flying have exotic animals as pets, kids. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not right. I would like to show you this group of men. Um, I bet they look real delightful. Just have a click right there, would you? And let me know oh. what you're seeing. 
Hi Do there. those look like guys that you just some made a million dollars selling flying squirrels? What I would have done if I were Thank them is you. like catch rats and put some wings on them and be like, I found you some flying squirrels. Just like, oh, that's a good plan. Just glue them on with Elmer's yes. glue. Like that like, they cut sir, out of. I'm sorry, that's a rat with wings. That's <laughs> <laughs> a flying squirrel. Oh, oh. we're going to go through the air. <laughs> that's so funny. Mine's broken. <laughs> My flying squirrel broke. Okay. That was obviously in Florida. Yep. <laughs> well, we're going to stay in Florida, kids. Yay! And I want to tell you about a guy named Nathan. Nathan Garisto. He's 26 years young, and he was arrested on Monday for a domestic battery charge. Mm. That has nothing to do with batteries that needed to be charged. Unfortunately, Mr. Garisto, um, he's currently free in a $1,000 bond, but he's been ordered to have no contact with his victim. Now, you might wonder, well... What was who was the victim and why are we talking about this? Because you know domestic abuse is not a funny thing. That's not a laughing matter, not at all. Well, it's just the circumstances which earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. So apparently, um, his girlfriend wanted him to come home. They had a verbal argument, or actually, she wanted him to leave the home, presumably because he was inebriated. But of course, it's the Halloween season. So he's a crazy, stupid, Halloween-y idiot. Okay, so we didn't workshop that name, did we? Crazy, stupid... Hollow-idiot. Hollow-idiot. There we go. I like that. Okay. Or crazy, stupid, Halloween-idiot. No? Okay. Anyway, um, which means it involved Halloween. So here's what had happened. They had an argument. She's like, leave the house! And he's like, no, I'm not gonna, and I'll show you... This. Uh-oh. Oh. He grabbed something with both hands and Jeffrey whacked... Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> no. This had nothing to do with a gourd. And everything to do... Actually, I lied. It does have to do with a gourd, but not a long, shrivelly gourd. A big, round gourd of an orange nature. A pumpkin. A pumpkin. He threw a pumpkin at the sliding doors... And by sliding doors, I mean his 29-year-old victim. Uh So when police arrived, they found her covered in pumpkin seeds and pulp. And uh, Mr. Garisto was heavily intoxicated and claimed that he had just thrown the pumpkin at the sliding door and not her. Okay. I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. Right? Like, I mean, if you're covered in pumpkin goo, you probably got hit... Also, to be covered in pumpkin goo, that would have to be have to either a be rotten like, pumpkin or you threw it real hard. Yeah, right? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I also just think hollowing out pumpkins is kind of it's silly. It's the worst. I hate it so much. Thank you. We can't have pumpkins because squirrels eat them. Yeah, we don't do those. Yeah. I, I never will be that parent who's like, let's carve pumpkins. That's so stressful. I mean, I think your kids should do it once. They did. And then and you make fine. the seeds, and then they can have that childhood memory forever. And that's the only one they'll have. And then you just get a ceramic pumpkin from Home Deeps, or like... And the squirrels don't care about that. Yeah. This is a very animal-heavy, crazy, stupid idiot, um, because our next one involves raccoons. Oh, okay. I love Rocky Raccoon. This happened in Washington. 
where um, a 38-year-old guy who lives in a mobile home in Benton County, Washington, on Sunday morning was very upset at a family of raccoons who were living under the trailer where he lived. Oh. And he was like, I got to scare those raccoons away. <laughs> and so he was trying to scare them. Now, if he did, I thought that uh, maybe he was trying to like light a fire underneath them or something. But no, he did light a fire, but it was an accident. While he was trying to scare them away, mm-hmm. he knocked over a lit candle and that set the entire oh, trailer on gosh, fire. gosh, no. Yeah, so just be careful when you have a lit candle and a family of raccoons under your mobile home. I would be excited to have a family. Are they loud or something? I think they must be. Okay. Actually, you know what? I have a friend who had a raccoon living in her attic, and it was a disaster. Like, it was a very angry mother raccoon and a bunch of baby raccoons, and it was a mess. I just remember seeing them in Grey Gardens. They were, like, you know, coming in and out of the attic. I don't think they're supposed to be there. I did, actually. The creepiest thing I ever did see with my very own eyes was when I lived in downtown Minneapolis um, on the edge of Loring Park, and I got out of a cab late at night. Oh, no. And from the storm drain popped out. So I first saw a little head, you know, Mm -hmm. like a little raccoon head. And I thought, oh, that's cute. And then this giant thing emerged. Like they have the ability to like shrink and then blow up. I don't know how they're like puffer fish. Yes. But this giant blob plopped out and waddled across. It was like a St. Bernard size thing. And they're mean. And they are mean. And they will eat you. And they will give you rabies. And you will foam at the mouth. And it's over. To shame the raccoon. It's not their fault. But that's just that's what they do. I just want you to know the reality. Anyway, I was surprised to learn that they actually live sewers Mm. down there um when we return we're going a little early so that we can have some fun when we come back you know why it's time to play a little game what's the name of the game brad it's called the throwback live we're gonna do that after this on my talk 1071 have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 